1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers cruise through as Europa League group winners after a 2-0 win at Lech Poznan Signs of recovery perhaps for Celtic in a Turnbull and Sorrow inspired victory over Lille And Alex Dyer says Kilmarnock should get their Covid punishment overturned for the good of the game I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Hugh Keevans Outstanding night in Europe for Celtic and Rangers I thought the pity is Celtic's result meant nothing but the performance was Everything they haven't been for weeks So will it be Hazard, Turnbull, Sorrow, Henderson Against Kilmarnock on Sunday And what can you say about Rangers Fantastic in Europe under Steven Gerrard He's now equaled Dick Advocat's number of wins there And he's one off equaling Walter Smith And he still hasn't won a trophy for Rangers <laughs> Yeah I mean uh, first of all Rangers uh, Again uh, an outstanding result in Europe And another clean sheet You know we're just seeing it time after time I think it's going to be at least 20 clean sheets Which is an incredible um, You know defensive record For any club uh, At any level So, But to continually do it in Europe as well uh, Magnificent from Rangers Celtic you know, we're looking for that result. They were looking for a performance, and they got both of it against a very good Lille side. Yeah, we know that they they changed a few players, but with the fragility around Celtic just now, you've got to say that that was a big result and should give them enormous confidence going into the weekend's match against Kilmarnock. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That is the number you need to get in touch with the panel right now and let them know what is on your mind, Rangers fans. Just how good does it feel to have cruised through? As group winners you'll be looking forward to the draw on Monday How would you sum up this European campaign? What about the journey that you've been to, to get here From the first season missing out on qualification through the group stages To last season to now topping the group 14 points, unbeaten, all the rest of it How good does that feel? And Celtic fans, what about last night then? What were, what did you see? Did you see signs of recovery? Is that calmed you down a little bit about what might lie ahead? Is there still a lot of work to be done? You tell us 01419511025 Stephen Gerrard's achievement, Hugh um, How would you, you sum up just, just what they've done, what they've managed? Astonishing uh, In terms of European football, astonishing To be one-off equaling Walter Smith, my goodness mm. uh, they, they, they go everywhere without fear uh, They made seven changes last night From the team who had beaten uh, Ross County the previous Sunday and nothing phases them. Uh, Cedric Eaton, people had been waiting for him to come to life. He scores. Hadji scores. They keep a clean sheet. They're 26 games into this season and they haven't lost a single one. This is outstanding stuff. Yeah, Jim, they managed to top a group which contained Benfica, mm. who have spent so much, were already a big mm. European side, mm. then spent a fortune in the summer and they topped that group with Sort of minimal fuss it, There became a point Where it was almost Expected Predictable mm-hmm. And that's a That's a compliment To, to where Rangers have, have got themselves To this season Yeah I, I think Just over the last Couple of seasons Particularly in Europe um, they, they, they seem to have a An understanding Of how to play These type of games And you know What's required You know The compact They don't really Get caught in the counter-attack Too much They make very few errors 
uh, and you know they they're, they're clinical when they get the opportunity. As you said, even changing um, the, the squad um, didn't distract from you know the job that they had to do. So they, they're fully aware of their jobs. They understand their roles in the team, and whichever player is asked to go in and perform, they perform at a high standard. The competition there is uh, is, is is obviously. Uh, uh, we're just going to get paying dividends So let's look back on a big night of European action then 0141-951-1025 Rangers fans How would you sum up that achievement? Topping the group 14 points Easing through to the next round The draw is of course on Monday Give us all your thoughts on that And Celtic fans How do you feel after last night? What signs of progress did you see? How excited are you by that progress? What needs to happen next? Where do you go from here? Are you feeling a bit Less anxious about things Than you were Before the game Let us know On the phones Or on Twitter At Clyde SSB Stephen Gerrard's hailing A massive achievement After topping the group With the unbeaten record He was also delighted With Cedric Eaton's performance And he says He could well Have earned himself Some more game time I think it's a huge achievement uh, I think it's totally deserved I think that performance Over the six games I think we deserve To be in the number one position You know I think with uh, A little bit more experience We could have won the six games, if you like. So, immensely proud of the players over the campaign. And um, I thought tonight's performance, we played with maturity, probably really strong and, and played with control. And um, only deserved the three points tonight. I think he earned the, opposite, uh, the opportunity tonight and he took it with both hands. His performance epitomised uh, what we were about as a team tonight, which was aggressive and controlled out of possession. Um, the amount of regains and the amount of running he done for the team was fantastic. And uh, I thought he thoroughly deserved his goal. And I hope that he gets man of the match because it certainly be deserved. I haven't seen a lack of confidence or any frustration in the kid. Uh, I've only seen positivity and a kid who's hungry to play more. And uh, maybe a kid who deserves to play more on, on tonight's show. It's almost like maximum consistency, Hugh Keevens, because at the moment it doesn't matter if it's domestically or it's in Europe, whether it's at home, whether it's away, whether the team is full of all the big hitters or whether there are umpteen changes and fringe players and, and young players in the team it, it doesn't seem to matter it's it's always consistent I'm now beginning to look at who's left in this competition to see who will stop Rangers uh, I look at Monday's draw and I don't see anything there uh, that would intimidate Rangers uh, you have Real Sociedad perhaps you have Salzburg but Rangers have been to bigger places and get better results uh, So obviously you're now beginning to look at Arsenal, Tottenham, Man U, AC Milan But this Rangers team deserve respect They can go further yet Let's get stuck in on the phones then 01419511025 I can see it heating up nicely already So don't hang about Get your thoughts in and put them to the panel Colin is going to kick us off He's a Rangers fan from Wishaw How would you sum it all up Colin? How do you look back on that group stage campaign? Well, I'm just looking back on the stage last night. But the game last night on alone, I thought it was a training session. I thought for the people that Rangers have changed, they've changed seven players last night, and I thought it was a training session last night. But one scare, they missed a they missed a header. The rest, I thought Rangers looked in control. That word keeps coming up this season, Jim. Control, yeah. and that's what I said about that consistency. It doesn't matter really if it's Hamilton Aki's at mm. home, Lech Poznan away. Control keeps coming up 
Yeah, I wouldn't use the phrase training session. I understand what Colin's trying to say. That it was a comfortable um, victory for, for, for Rangers. But you've still got to earn it by the way you approach the game. And we heard Stephen Gerrard there talking about, particularly in Cedric Itton, you know, pressing, working without the ball. And these are the, these are the, 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 this is the structure that they've put in, first and foremost, organisation, working without the ball. And then they've got the quality with the ball to capitalise. So, yeah, I mean, it was, again, it was a fantastic performance. I think it's the best... Uh, points return for any Scottish team in yep, the Europa group League. Yeah, in the group stages. So again, you know, you know, so many plaudits uh, that Rangers deserve, both individually and collectively. And as I've said, the manager has has grown as well as a manager. He's gaining experience. He spoke about his players perhaps not having that experience. They won those two games against Benfica, but. Stephen Gerrard's got plenty of European experience and he's passing it on to his players and his players are thriving under it. Colin, what does it say about the consistency at the moment if he can make those seven changes? Because I'm sure you and your fellow fans, if you had lost last night, you'd have been a bit disappointed, but it would have been forgivable. You would say, OK, we've still progressed through the group. We've rested players. We've given fringe players a taste of European football. But still, none of that happened. It, it, it was another routine win. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I just thought uh, the performance I thought that uh, was bringing in, like kind of Patterson played Zungo last night and Itton got a start last night, and I thought Itton was tremendous. I thought it was. I, I thought the Rangers team were brilliant, but I thought Itton was superb last night. I just thought it was. Uh, he's got to get. He's got to get more game time. So clearly, but I think with Ruth Defoe, Morelos, I think so. I think it's hard to try to get in the team, but I think with him. Playing last night, I think that's going to boost his confidence goal because it took his goal superb last night. Yeah, it's a great. I just thought it was amazing. It's a nice headache for, for a manager, Hugh. But oh. I think, on one hand, most people who watched it last night would agree with Colin and say, "Yep, yeah, he took it great. Surely he's done enough to earn more game time." The next question is, in, in place of who, how yeah, do you exactly. fit him in? Because they're all they're all doing it. But that's a nice problem for Stephen Gerrard. In last night, no McGregor in goal, no Tavernier, who's been the best player in Scotland this season, no Stephen Davis, no Morelos, no Ryan Kent. It's a cliche, but when you think back to where Rangers were in European terms prior to Steven Gerrard's arrival, they had arguably the worst result in the club's history until Steven Gerrard got there. And now, two and a half years down the line, look where they are. Yeah, Jim, Cedric Eaton, Colin mm-hmm. says he was he was great last night. Steven Gerrard paid tribute to him, wants to, well, floating the idea mm-hmm. that he could have earned himself some more game time. It didn't look like the type of goal that you, you score if you're lacking in confidence or you're, you're feeling a bit unsure about yourself. No, it looked like a player who knew that he had to make an impact and that that's what you want as a manager. You know, if you put someone in who has in their regular uh, games, you're saying, right, go on then, prove, prove to me that you should have more game time, that you can compete uh, for a jersey alongside the guys that Colin mentioned there. Um, but I think to be fair to him He played as a centre forward last night. The last couple of games he's played in that kind of wide role that Kamel Roof has played, Roof's a lot bit better, a lot better to come in off a flank, find himself in good positions. Whereas Etan's not quite that type of player. So if he plays as an out and out centre forward, then at least he's playing in his true position. He's got fit, he's got sharper. He understands what the club is required and how it is to to, to play for Rangers now. And without a doubt, he had an outstanding yeah. performance. But they said the competition is very very strong. So I, I I don't see him starting at the weekend. I'd be very surprised if he's starting at the weekend. He's starting to get. Excited, optimistic, calling about how far you can go, or at this stage, is it just about being happy to get out of the groups? It's a happy day to take out a group, first of all, but 
I'm not getting excited just, just now. There's obviously it's a long season ahead, but I think if December and January, I think if we win them games, I think then I can start to get excited. So I've had loads of text messages saying, uh, "You've won it, you've won it." I'm not counting my chickens. I just wait. What I know, it just once January's over. If we're still playing well up to January, end of January, and we we'll, we'll win, I think then yeah, I think it's over. So. Uh, I think Stephen Gerrard's got the entire Rangers support brainwashed He keeps saying <laughs> Respect Humble Respectful Humble And every Rangers supporter on this programme Says pretty much the same thing uh, In days gone by They would have been doing cartwheels down Chucky Hall Street But uh, You can't do that now for social distancing reasons No you can because there's no shops The shops are back open now <laughs> I don't know if you want to Go and but, pick up your uh, Your selection box Do a cartwheel as, I, I as, stop as, as I say They've waited A long time for this The Rangers fans And They know They know That they have One heck of a chance Of having a season To remember Don't have to wait but, Oh January January 2nd That's all you need to wait to. I'd That'll like be to, the big difference I, I, yeah. I'm, I've lost I don't really care About football anymore I've got the vision Of Hugh Keevans Doing cartwheels, cartwheels. Down Socky Hall Street I think I mean, that's all We should say might be a min- minder. Uh, sure. Thank you very much To Colin and Wish For kicking us off Let's bring in Martin Who's in Falkirk? Um, what jumped out f- for you on last night specifically, Martin? Zungu, if I'm being honest, the amount of times that he broke up a few counter attacks was just amazing. Um, I mean, like you said, Stephen Gerrard has some headache, but on his performance last night, he could easily slot in for Kamara, could easily slot in for Davis. Absolutely, the boys not had that much football, but when you when you watch him play, it seems like he's been there for years. I mean, I can say that for most players, but. Zungo is a definite standout. Every time I've seen him play, I've been fairly impressed with that boy. Yeah, I mean, again, it's uh, an embarrassment of riches, as you as you mentioned there, in terms of the. The, the players, you know, Ryan Jack's been injured and he was almost an automatic selection mm-hmm. at one stage. Um, so, the, yeah, they've got so, so many. Uh, Joe Aribo's moved his position around a little bit. There was talk about Jack Wiltshire <laughs> really going to be going there, possibly. Billy Gilman was another one to get mentioned. So, but you just wonder how, you know, you, you can, listen, you can have a good headache, but you can also have too many. And, and you can overcrowd it and you can give yourself problems as a manager. So, Zunga's another one who's, who's came in later um, just taking his time Finding his feet But when he's getting opportunities He's doing exactly what The manager's asking Similar we said about Itton Is he's Throwing down the gauntlet To say I'm ready If I'm mm. needed to play In you know The domestic football weekend I'm 100% ready And I'm good enough That's the other thing You can be ready You can be attitude But you've got to be good enough And these players are showing That mm. they are good enough I think that's testament Martin to the Perhaps the system And the way the team's drilled Because these players are different They're not They're not identical Types of footballers But It doesn't really seem to matter Which one Or which combination Plays in there It, it doesn't The system's working Like everybody says I mean and It's up to opponents To try and work us out But no one seems to Can um, The formula works And it's Pretty much the same formula Just a change of personnel But It doesn't matter What obstacle Or what challenge Is thrown at Rangers They seem to pass it With flying colours And long may continue What about the bigger picture then That Progressed from Three seasons now Failing to get Through the groups To then doing it last season To then doing it In Much more convincing style This season what, How do you Kind of look back On that European journey Our European journey Has been progress um, And I don't mean the, the team But every year We've been um, Getting progress After progress We've been getting better Every year I never thought I mean as much as Rangers Have been playing 
fantastic football this year. If you asked me at the start of the season, would I think we would top our European group with ease? I would have said maybe not. I would have fancied second place. And as soon as I said Benfica, I was thought to myself, you know what, I'd sell for second place. But the way we're playing just now, I'm not sell for anything less than first. And like you said, I've looked at the, the teams that we could potentially face. And I don't think any Rangers fan should fear any of those teams. I reckon we can go one further than we did last year. Does it not just knock all this stuff in the head as well, Hugh, about ah, it's really all about the league. That's what we really care about. And, and, and Europe's a bonus because what you're seeing with, with Rangers is they are they're, they're they're finding a consistency and using it in both and they're getting better because they're performing well in Europe. And that's then coming back to the league football which keeps the confidence going, keeps the momentum going, keeps that unbeaten run going. You know, it might seem like a small thing, but you can now, on the 11th of December, see Rangers are still unbeaten. And that, that must be beneficial. Europe's caviar. Uh, when we get back to the mince and totties on Sunday, <laughs> uh, Rangers will want that, and the, the, the fans on the line, Martin on the line, will want Sunday just as badly yeah, as that, That's my point. Surely Rangers mm. are better equipped... To keep handling games like Tannadice Because of how successful yeah, they're being well, in Europe Without question mm. But from day one Whether it's Europe Whether it's the the, uh, the the league There has been A dependability about Rangers A durability about Rangers the, 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 You know we, we go on about the Glenn Kamaras or, or Cedric Eaton Or whoever is scoring goals Yanis Hadji But Defensively that is astonishing You know to have lost three goals One of them an own goal And to have lost those three goals Over the course of two matches Defensively they're first class Two good goalkeepers to alternate with Everything about Rangers right now Is a model of reliability Martin and Falkirk Thank you very much Right Celtic fans We're about to hear from Neil Lennon He says the Celtic players need to make Their win against Lille Count What did you make of it last night Who impressed you Is this The team that, that Has to play going forward And what has this done For your opinion Of the bigger picture About how you feel About the manager How you feel about the club How you feel About the title race Let us know And we'll hear from Neil Lennon next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy are here And they're waiting for you to get in touch 0141 Rangers fans, delighted I would imagine At the European success that was capped off last night Give us your thoughts overall on the group or on the match Celtic fans, a few questions that need answered What about last night? Who stood out for you? How does this make you feel about all the ongoing issues About the title race, about Neil Lennon About the way the club's going And the players that you think can bring the most to the party Between now and and the end of the season Let us know well, Let's hear from Neil Lennon He says the players need to make the win last night count It was a 3-2 Europa League victory Their first win in five games And it ended a, a really poor campaign on a high The manager says it cannot be a one-off There's a lot of positives to take from it as well You know, players coming in You know, Sorrow and Turnbull had great games uh, Klamala, Young Henderson played really well So it was just a nice, good vibe about it And it was, to be fair, the atmosphere over the last couple of days has been very positive. I wanted to bring some freshness. Some of them needed the games because we're looking forward as well to the games coming up over the next few weeks. Um, it was important that some of them got game time and it was important that some others got a, a bit of a breather as well. So it was a great way to end the campaign. It's been a disappointing campaign from our point of view because we felt we could have done more in the group. 
Um, we've taken four points off Lille, who are flying. Um, and I think some of our performances merited better results, and that's been the case with domestic games as well. So there's a long way to go in the season, but we have to, you know, use this now as a, a catalyst to find, you know, a real consistency of wins now. Jerry, how are you feeling now as a Celtic fan, having witnessed that last night? I thought it was a great performance. Uh, <coughs> uh, your young man, David Turnbull, is pretty good. He can cross a ball, you know. And uh, Soro, a good, uh, good player as well, very hard. Uh, I think we may have turned a corner. Uh, maybe I'm just putting myself too much... Uh, in front of myself but um, I think if they stick with that team they're quite good the young boys are hungry yeah in terms of the standouts Hugh I think they are the, the two names yeah. for a couple of reasons because they were the, the big calls if you like their inclusion was always going to get scrutinised and they, they did they, they performed as well. yeah um, on, a good game yeah point number one on the back of a horrible cup performance against Ross County and then a league Performance that was poor against St Johnston For Celtic to play as they did last night uh, Was to their great credit Point number two How much of that was down to Sorrow David Turnbull Ewan Henderson And Connor Hazard in goal And point number three Where do they go on Sunday Because Jerry hopes a corner has been turned None of us will know Until we get to Celtic Park on Sunday And it's Kilmarnock who earlier this season Gave Celtic a hard time at Rugby Park And Celtic left two points behind there Will Scott Brown be brought back? Will Christie be brought back? Will Edward be brought back? Will Barkas be brought back? Um, we'll need to see the team I think the team selection will be very interesting And Jerry and the rest of the Celtic supporters Will only know if last night amounted to a hill of beans <laughs> If Celtic go out and do something Against Kilmarnock In the league What specifically was better last night Jim? Yeah I think that um, You know the enthusiasm For one And I think that uh, Jerry was right there When he says You bring in Young fresh hungry players As, as he said there Sorrow and Turnbull in particular and, and Henderson They're desperate to play They're excited about playing Whereas maybe one or two of the other ones are I'm not saying they're delighted to be left out, but they may actually be not that unhappy being left out just now because of the criticism and and, be, and because of the spotlight they're under. Whereas these young boys are absolutely, you know, you know, want to make an impact and did make an impact. Connor Hazard again, as I said, the goalkeeper, although he didn't too many saves to make, he'd be delighted about being playing as soon as he says you're, you're a starting jersey. That's what young players want to hear. So I think that that enthusiasm and energy was brought to the team. That's the first thing. Even Clamalla. Who gave you know who was working and showing? Now, like you said, whether any of these players or or one or two of them might be playing in, uh, from the start on Sunday, we'll wait and see. But I think it did. It did I think um, suggest to Neil Lennon that you know these young players, you know, are, are hungry mm. to play for Celtic and play for him, and that that's an important well, factor. I mean, just in, in your mind, then, did they do enough mm. to stay in the team? Turnbull and Sorrow, for instance. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and, and I mean you know, Listen They still have to cut out Silly mistakes I mean the mistake Callum McGregor made last night It's just again As I said 
so symptomatic of, of the mistakes they have been making and, and again and so unlike him because he's been such a consistent player but they have to still eradicate mm. and you have to understand they still lost two goals last night can't keep losing mm. two goals and expecting to win the, the, but the, 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 I agree with you they, those young boys I think have done enough maybe not Henderson uh, that's one but I think Sorrow and Turnbull for me have done enough Jerry, to what get make, a place what makes you think this is a turning point Rather than a, a false dawn Because it's easy to, to forget There's been so much doom and gloom Surrounding Celtic But within there they, they did play very well In beating Aberdeen at Hamden They did beat Mullerwell convincingly At Fir Park They had that good start to the game In Lille They had a good start to the game In Milan What makes you think This is the this is the turning point? I think because of the performance last night uh, it Just when It went one nothing up I went like that Right okay They're going to score And they did But uh, Just to uh, it's a difference of play. There's a difference uh, the way Celtic played last night. It looked confident. It didn't look as if they were going to give a goal away, but obviously they did. But it's a different performance altogether from the last two or three games. No, they didn't get put their heads down. They just got on me. And David Turnbull was a man. David Turnbull can cross a ball better than anybody else I've seen in the Celtic team. I don't want to name names. <laughs> well, I mean, Hugh, time time will have to tell. It, it, it's the only way. But the last couple of weeks have been like nothing mm. I've ever experienced on this show in terms yeah. of the, the 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 depth of of criticism Celtic have had. It's been so wide ranging from Peter Lawwell and Dermot Desmond to Nicky Hammond to Neil Lennon, John Kennedy, Gavin Strachan's laptop, the players. Uh-huh. Everybody has got it. So I assume that's not all been fixed because sorrow. And Turnbull played no, the match last night Absolutely not uh, But it'll be interesting to see How Celtic progress from that result last night Because a, a lot of Celtic supporters Have been saying oh, At least it gave us a reason To feel better about the team um, When Celtic drew with St Johnston last Sunday Neil Lennon said Verve was missing Verve Now last night Celtic were Verve-tastic uh, and that was down to sorrow And in part to Ewan Henderson And to David Turnbull Now that's why it's very interesting and This Sunday against Kilmarnock Young guns or old guard? Over to you Neil Lennon Thank you very much Jerry in Bothwell um, We have got a slight South Lanarkshire bias at the moment Let's just go along the road to Hamilton And bring in Chris who's also a Celtic fan What was your take on it Chris? Is it baby steps in the right direction? Uh, hi guys uh, Yeah I think it was Baby steps in the right direction um, I wouldn't say we've turned a corner yet I think the indicator's on And we are getting ready to turn the corner But I think um, Hugh's right the, the team on Sunday will really Dictate whether that is the case um, For me The performance The result was the most important thing last night The performance was a bonus um, I think just to get back to winning ways certainly helps um, and obviously the performance to boot made a huge difference to how I think a lot of health fans are feeling What about your own feelings then Chris what, what have you been going through in the last couple of weeks for instance I mean are you are you, are you you for Neil Lennon staying in the job would you prefer him to, to not be in that role and has any of that changed or been affected by what you saw last night Um. Being honest, I'm probably one of the few Celtic fans that I've spoken to that, that doesn't want Lennon to leave um, purely because 
I think he still believes he's the man to turn it around. And obviously the, the, the Celtic board think that as well. So I think we have to back him. Also, I don't realistically see a manager who would come in that would make a difference. I know some of the names have been banded about, but I think just with the, the pressure on this season, I can't imagine that a manager would want to come in. Um, so in that case, I think Lennon's the man that goes forward. Um, hopefully, I'm proved right, but it is, it is sort of baby steps. But no, I, I think he should stay, and I, I've not once um, wanted him to go. What did you make of those individuals then, the ones that keep getting all the praise from last night? Uh, well, I think it's 100% deserved. Um, Turnbull has been knocking at the door for quite a while. You can see when he comes on that he's, he's got the ability. Um, and obviously, to get that, that start last night and put in the performance was, wasn't unexpected because I think anybody that watches Scottish football can see that he's a good player. Um, Sorrow, I think I read a stat that he had 10 tackles and the entire league team had 16. So I think that sort of shows his desire last night. Um, Hazard, the goalkeeper, when I watched the game, what I noticed from him was how vocal he was to the defenders, which I think made a difference um, to Duffy Julian's performance. I think Barkas is far too quiet. Um, and Bain's not any better, but I think last night Hazard spent as much time organising his defence and sort of talking them through the game, which I think is something that the Celtic defence has missed. Um, I know being professional football players they shouldn't be talked through a game but the simple things that have to be getting done are getting done or were done last night to a degree and I think that's positive Hugh I wonder if um, that happiness that the Celtic fans are experiencing from David Turnbull Ishmael Asura I wonder if that's laced with frustration based on the fact that they've been there all along and uh-huh. where have they been and why have they not been given more game time up until now Possibly But It all comes down to this The Celtic statement Of last Monday night Which you broke here On the programme Gordon Established a holding operation The holding operation being That Neil Lennon has the job Until the 2nd of January 2021 The results between now And January 2 2021 At Ibrooks Will determine whether he stays on In the job Therefore the good feeling that the Celtic supporters got from watching the young guns last night will be there in place until Sunday when they kick off against Kilmarnock. Then they must win against Kilmarnock. Then they must win the cup the following week against Hearts for the quadruple treble. And it will be must, must, must until they get to Ibrox. And Ibrox will be must as well. And if any of it goes wrong... The holding operation folds. Chris says the corner's not been turned yet, but the indicators are on. I saw your eyes yes. lit up. You're going to steal that at some point. Oh, without doubt. And Chris, take that as a compliment. Thank you to Chris and Hamilton. Here's what Neil Lennon thought of David Turnbull. It takes a bit of time to bed in and get used to the style and the, the training methods that we have with the, the other players. And then obviously he had a month out with the COVID. You know, he was away with the international team for two weeks and then he had the you know, two weeks quarantine and then the ECG results protocols all after that. So I was really pleased with um, his contribution on Sunday. You know, it was really positive and, you know, he's come in and had a, a very, very good game tonight as well. So, yeah, we're all delighted for him and uh, hopefully that's first goal of many. It shows that, you know, we've got decent competition. You know, players are ready to play and want to play. 
So it gives me food for thought, obviously, for Sunday as well. The COVID thing speaks for itself, Jimmy. Obviously, he, he couldn't play, but I, I do still sense on social media that that frustration to an extent from Celtic fans have said, we wanted this guy to play all, mm-hmm. all along and, and, and now he played and, and look what he brought to the table last night. Yeah, but again, you have to understand that the, you know because you know you finished the COVID quarantine period doesn't mean you're no, I'm automatically talking prior to that. Really, to I'm talking prior to that. So pr- even prior to it is, isn't it? Like I said, you know, listen, he was a young player coming to a massive club. You know, the the, the maybe the club weren't as in his, uh, you know, results weren't quite as poor or, or perceived to be as poor at that particular time. So yeah, I mean, listen, I, I I'm like a lot of people. I think you know he maybe would had more game time, uh, you know, and looked the one or two players, but. Most most fans would have thought Brown, McGregor and Christie Would be the Celtic's kind of three Has it not been clear perhaps. for a while though That that's not quite been functioning The way they would have yeah, wanted the, it to the, the, the last few few weeks yeah I mean there's, there, there's no doubt there, there, There's been there's been you know a scope for, for bringing in a David Turnbull But again Getting into a team who are low in confidence Getting into a team who are not playing well Doesn't always help a young boys. <laughs> Sometimes you need that result last night to lift the spirits, to lift the confidence, and then you get to the team who are a little bit more, you know, uh, relaxed, and a, a, a good player can add to that. And David Tumble, listen, will be, a, I think, an exceptional player for Celtic over the next four or five years. But it doesn't always have to click in the first two months. Do you know his future is under jeopardy? Put it that way, Neil Lennon. But last night you saw also a different Neil Lennon. Neil Lennon was animated. He was into the match. How many times have we heard Gordon of late? He just stands there, his po- hands in his pockets, or poor old Gavin Strachan's laptop. But last night he was animated as if the performance meant something to him. 01419511025. Great time to get your call in because we're going to get travel with Stephen, and that means your call could be right up next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Jim Duffy is in the building Hugh Keevans is alongside him And they're taking your calls on the usual number You can tweet as well At Clyde SSB Let's take a wee look uh, at Twitter And see what's coming in over there as well uh, Stephen Kennedy says If Neil Lennon had played Hazard, Sorrow, Turnbull months ago Celtic might not have been in the position they're in Thoughts, supposition he Supposition says. Approach the bench Supposition <laughs> Your own take on it? Uh, I don't believe that um, You know the, the players that Celtic had Ought to have been good enough Not to get Celtic Into the bother mm. They're in now Yeah but if they weren't Should that not have been Identified quicker I think that's Stephen's point um, I think Neil Lennon Perhaps felt they'll, they'll come good They'll come good I mean after all We're talking about In Sham And Christie And Rogic I mean Tom Rogic Everyone the Celtics believe this man is the Wizard of Oz, you know, the one, the one who unlocks the doors, and in Sham and Edward, and it didn't happen. What is he, is he supposed to do? Leave out and odds in Edward? Um, Thomas Moonen says it's too little, too late for Celtic. Even if they hit a rich vein of form, Rangers are still streets ahead. And Tony says Celtic will. He's put that in capitals. That's just so that you know that he means business. Right, Celtic right. will win this league. We dropped only two points against St Johnson Games previously We were not decimated by COVID-19 and injury um, We didn't know our best team Now we do, the run begins uh, right. Says Tony And I've had a look Hugh Just to make sure that you know That things are still the way they've always been You are simultaneously being accused Of giving Celtic too much credit In a dead rubber And also for not giving Celtic enough credit So there we go Just just <laughs> normal <laughs> service resumes Yes of course mm-hmm. I would also dispute that uh, Celtic know their best team 
But the whole argument here is Do you retain Sorrow And Turnbull mm. And perhaps Hazard And perhaps you and Henderson Or do you go with the old guard So they don't know their best team Grant is a Rangers fan in the Netherlands What's on your mind tonight Grant? Good evening guys, how are you doing? I'm not too yeah. bad at all, how are you? You well? Um, yeah I'm happy uh, I've just had a quick look just to double check There are no Dutch teams available to Rangers in the next uh, the next Europa League draw So you'll have, you'll have to wait a bit longer uh, I know uh, Even then I, I usually come home for the games I was, I was back home last year for the Braga game Ah well And uh, you know what an evening that was Uh no, I'm, as you mentioned, as you asked, I'm, ha- I'm happy. It's been, again, another solid week for Rangers. Last night was brilliant. We managed to, you know, play some players who don't normally start games and we still walked away with three points and we topped the group, which is, I think it shows the strength and depth Rangers have and it shows the quality of recruitment that Rangers have made. Uh, but that was my point of my call. It was to ask the panel, because uh, I'm more importantly you. Because every week he goes on about the recruitment of Rangers and he compares it to Celtics. I want to know Hugh's opinion on who is Rangers signing? Who is the man that stands out of all of Gerard's signings? Uh, I'm just curious. I know it's a hard question, but... It's a hard one. I mean, I know Tavernier is your man this season. You've made that clear, but he's obviously not a Gerard signing. You might want Glenn Kamara. You know, you could argue. Um, Eventually, Kamara Roof, I think, will be a heck of a signing. Um, I, I said to Jim During a commercial break You can either say This player's great And we all nod And say yes he is Or uh, As Grant has asked Who's the best signing Well it could be him It could be him mm-hmm. Rangers are in this Fortunate position That Pretty much all of um, Stephen Gerrard's mm-hmm. signings Have been successful Well Glenn Kamara then That, that seems like You've, that, that's you've come steal. across An answer That's the steal You know uh, You know uh, at least Dick Turpin wore a mask, as they say. Uh, you know, that that's the steal. £50,000. Somebody at Dundee should have been made redundant uh, when that <laughs> happened. Uh, so They probably were. And, <laughs> and that's why, you know, uh, Stephen Gerrard now is talking about let's get his contract extended, uh, not because of <laughs> the, the length of contract he has, but because this <laughs> is what needs to be done and this is what... Player deserves We're actually going to hear Those comments I think From Stephen Gerrard A bit later in the show Who's yours then Grant We, we, we kind of got there with you I think he's gone Kamara Who would yours be? See I was I was also struggling That's why I wanted to ask you uh, I, I think you can't Pinpoint it I think You know I think in terms of money spent You know People Last year was a lot of pressure On Kent Having to perform Because we paid Paid six, seven, eight million for him uh, But I think What Hugh said as well It's a you know, you can't pinpoint it as a collective. You know, Gerard's built a team, and there isn't a standout person in that team. You know, we've got a solid back four, two really good goalkeepers. When they and then, you know, McLaughlin when he's called in, he does the job. Uh, midfield, you know, we've got Defense. options coming out. Of, Grant, got, stop sitting the fence. You asked you, and Gordon's asked <laughs> you. You've been running the whole team. Come on, pick one. Come on, you need to pick one. That's the job. That's what you've got. You've been asked to pick. Who's Stephen Gerrard's? Best signing Come on You've got to name one One I think it's Ryan Kent There you go I think Ryan I think Ryan okay. Kent's the The outstanding attacking player And I think mm. Give it another few weeks Few months I think Kimar Roof uh, Can be up there as well mm. uh, Looking at the way he's going 
I mean it is Take your pick Jim yeah. Connor Goldson He plays every game um, yeah, Barachek Scott Was Alan McGregor not one Go on then You, you pick know? one so, yeah. you know, If it was Alan McGregor I don't know I can't remember If, if Stephen signed him Or he was signed before But I, I would have said McGregor Simply because His consistency levels And defensively Rangers are immense So if mm. Alan McGregor Was a Stephen Gerrard sign it, That would Ryan, be the one for me Ryan Kent Cost £7 million mm. I go back to it £50,000 for Glenn yeah. Kamala mm-hmm. You know That's Fifth uh, But again I don't think anyone Would have thought of you when, they were, when he was signed He would be as influential And as an important of course. player I must admit I think even You know With the best one on the ball Coming from the You thought He'd be a decent squad player But he He has mm. You know Come on leaps and bounds Grant the debate about you know who who should play in Rangers starting eleven and what's Rangers best starting eleven it got boring a while ago because it doesn't really matter it, 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 there isn't an eleven they can chop and change I wonder particularly about Zungu and Eaton though did they show glimpses last night that makes you think that they could get get closer to being in that absolute first group of players selected for games I think they can uh, I think. Gerard's done it right. It, it, you know, Eaton's a young guy coming from a foreign country, and he's bedding him in. And I think last night, you know, I know the the pass back from the from the opposition wasn't the best, but you know, Eaton had to do everything when he got the ball. His his little shimmy to the right, and what a finish! Uh, and for a big guy, you know, he's not a target man. He's he looks to be a really good number nine for us when given the chance. Uh, and Zungu, I need I want to see more of him, but he's again he, he's just another. You know, it looks like you could take out Jack, put in Zingu, and you wouldn't miss, you wouldn't notice much. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been the case this season. Rangers have replaced, ba- you know, Barisic with Bassi, and you've not noticed it. Bassi's played centre back for us in the cup, not noticed it. He's changed McGregor from a Glockwin, not noticed it. And I think that's again the quality of depth Rangers have done. And I think the the recruitment team deserves massive credit for what they've done. Just uh, selfishly with a with a Scotland hat on, Jim, it would be nice to see Nathan Patterson get as much game time like he did last night. We're always looking for. Uh, for I think with James Tavernier Gordon, that ain't going to happen. Exactly, <laughs> that, that's what I was going to say. He he's really going to have to take yeah. his opportunities, and you just wonder how many. If he goes on loan But will will he though Because then there's literally No replacement for James Tavernier Yeah but it depends on how quickly Rangers want him to develop He'll develop a lot quicker Playing first team games So you know If if he goes into the Championship Or even Premier League um, You know And gets gets games in You never know how quickly The boy can develop But again As I said He's he's up against As as we all agree just now The best player in the country It's nearly Christmas One last time Calvin Bassey The minute he walked in the joint (laughs) You could tell he was a real big defender (laughs) Behave yourself Grant in the (laughs) Netherlands Thank you You take care We'll speak to you soon I think it's time for this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football It is beat the pundit time What a way to end the week on a high It's getting closer to Christmas The shops are back open Hopefully everyone's starting to feel a bit better about themselves Well just imagine You can add public humiliation of Hugh Keevans to that list Honestly it doesn't get any better than that 0141 951 1025 Get more questions right than Hugh or Jim And a signed ball is yours The lines close at 7 so be quick You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Jim Duffy and Hugh Keevans are here with me Gordon Duncan on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard and we're waiting for more of your calls 01419511025 let us know what is on your mind Rangers fans how do you look back on the European campaign are you starting to look through that draw and pick out who you would fancy 
In the next round And Celtic fans What about last night A previous caller described it As not turned the corner yet But the indicator is on What's your own take on On where Celtic are at And, and what last night did For the picture going forward Let us know We'll hear from Stephen Gerrard On Glenn Kamara's contract After we do this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Beat the pundit time, it's the prize everyone wants, not the sign ball, that's just an added bonus, but the embarrassment of Hugh Keevans or Jim Duffy. Let's bring in tonight's contestant. Peter is an Airdrie. How's it going, Peter? Aye, not bad, not bad, thanks. Yeah, good stuff. You fancy your chances against either of these two? Would you have a preference? <laughs> Uh, no, no, not really I'll see how, see how it goes Take on Andy, that's yeah. fine I don't mind that I like a bit of confidence Peter um, will face Hugh if it is heads And he'll face Jim Duffy If it's tails Oh my goodness There's all sorts of blue text Oh no, it's weighted now See the coin is weighted That's cheating We can't have that Let me remove that blue tack Right Heads it's Hugh Tails it's Jim Duffy And it's heads Hugh Keevans up against Peter From Airdrie So Hugh Let me give you something else to listen to He was telling me today I mean you know, people like to listen to some mm. kind of upbeat music to get them fired up for games, Jim. You'll have seen that, I'm sure, in the dressing room. Yeah. And a bit of inspiration. He came down today telling me he's been listening to Leonard Cohen this mm-hmm. afternoon. We were hallelujah. <laughs> yes. Honestly. Tower of song. Yes. That's why he's this, He's a picture of optimism uh, on here, right? So I can't, pro- I can't promise you, Leonard, but I'll give you something else to listen to. He's given us the thumbs up, right, Peter? 30 seconds, head to head with Hugh, and you can pass. That's all you need to know. You ready? Right, on you go Let's go, 30 seconds starts now How many points did Rangers finish on in their Europa League group? 14 Which club temporarily used Pataudry as their home ground during the 04-05 season? Peterhead Who scored Celtic's winner against Lille last night? David Turnbull Name any team in action in the Scottish Championship tonight Inverness Who is the manager of Hibs? Jack Ross Which Scottish club plays at East End Park? Dunfermline uh, how many league goals does Kamar Roof have this season? Five Odson Edouard joined Celtic from which French club in 2018? PSG oh, I think they were quite generous tonight Let's bring back Hugh Keevans Hugh, have you got us? I am Same set of questions to you, are you ready? Okay Jim Duffy, he thinks the standard of the question is low tonight So you've got no excuse You ready? Yes Let's go how many points did Rangers finish on in their Europa League group? 14 Which club temporarily used Pataudry as their home ground during the 04-05 season? Inverness Who scored Celtic's winner against Lille? Uh, David Turnbull Name either side in action in the Scottish Championship tonight uh, Ayr Who is the manager of Hibs? Jack Ross Which Scottish club plays at East End Park? Dunfermline How many league goals does Kamar Roof have this season? Four Odson Edouard joined Celtic from which French club in 2018? Uh, Paris Saint-Germain Okay, okay What do you think Peter? Did you do enough? Well I think he just picked me maybe yeah, I think uh, producer Andy, I, I don't know if, I don't know what got into him I think they were quite easy Which is fine because it's the same for both teams as the, There's as, not how uh, many hands is in a Canadian noose As the cliche goes um, He's not even listening, I can, I can tell <laughs> through that glass He doesn't know that we're slagging him um, How many points did Rangers finish on? 14, you both got it which club temporarily used Pataudry as their home ground during 0405? It was Inverness. Hugo's 2 1 in front. Um, did you ever go up there, Jim? What, who were you with at that time? Yeah, 2 4, yeah, I was with Dundee. Uh, yeah, I had yeah. kind of forgotten that until but, I saw it. I, think, the... I don't think Inverness were in the Premier League at that time. Ah, that'll be why, right? Who scored Celtic's winner? It was David Turnbull. You both got it 3 2. Hugh Keevans 
knew Was that a guess? Did you know for sure Air were in action tonight? Uh, yes I can't remember who they're playing But I just meant <laughs> They're stuck in my mind I don't believe you Air against Wraith and mm. Rovers So Hugh got that as well 4-2 to him um, You got back on track You knew Jack Ross And you knew Dunfermline Peter But unfortunately So did Hugh So he's still up by a couple Kamal Roof has Six league oh. goals this season So none of you got that You both got Eduard and in the end, Hugh Keevens does it. Do you know what, Peter? That was not too bad at all. You got one, two, three, four, five, which on another night would be enough. But I'll tell you what, he's like a fine wine. He's getting better with age, and he did enough to beat you tonight. Hard lines, Peter. No, worries, thanks very much. All the best, Peter. Good man. That was Peter in Airdrie. He's delighted with himself. Look at him. He's trying to keep that smug S- grin off his face. He can't keep that smug grin off his face. It's there. <laughs> Leonard Cohen, that's the inspiration. <laughs> it happened like this. I had no choice. I was born with the gift of a golden, golden voice. voice. My word. <laughs> <laughs> See, that just sums you up because Leonard Cohen mm-hmm. cheers no one up apart from you. You yeah. work, you work in, in reverse. Yeah. Uh, right, 0141 9511025. That is the number you need. And you can tweet us as well. At Clyde SSB um, Let's hear a bit from Stephen Gerrard And I wonder how you Rangers fans think of this He is urging the Rangers board to give Glenn Kamara a new contract After another big European performance Do you agree? I'd imagine the answer is yes But elaborate, tell us what you think of him And how much of a priority that should be He does have two and a half years left in his deal But Stephen Gerrard says they need to protect themselves against interest And also reward the player My job to advise when I think people deserve to be rewarded. Um, it's my job to advise when I predict there's a lot of noise around a certain individual. Obviously try to protect the club, the board, the team uh, and everyone from a situation where we could lose one of our best players. So that's the reason why uh, I said last night that we need to try and move his personal situation forward. Um, the board are aware of it, they're on the same page. And um, I think it'll only be uh, a matter of time. You know, we're trying to build a team here. Everyone's working ever so hard to move the team forward. The last thing we need now is to lose a big piece of that jigsaw. Uh, Glenn has been absolutely uh, sensational since he's come in. And it's not just about uh, what you've got left on your contract. It's about what you deserve. It's about protecting yourself from, from the future, what could possibly happen. Glenn's happy. He's enjoying his football. He loves it here. And um, he's worked ever so hard So for me um, It's the right thing to do It's not just about what you've got left on your contract It's it's a reward And it, it fends off other suitors That's Stephen Gerrard's take For instance, just to tenuously link to something else I wanted to tell you about John McGinn has tonight Aston Villa have announced he's extended his Villa contract to 2025 mm-hmm. So th- th- that, that's it in a nutshell That's what Stephen mm-hmm. Gerrard's looking to do with Glenn Kamara yeah, I mean, I think that uh, you know he's obviously you know, maybe not as look on as lucrative terms as some of the players. He'll be aware of that. His agent will be aware of it, and Stephen Gerrard's aware of it. So therefore, he's trying to get him either closer or on a, on a similar level to the players, and you know, and and show that he deserves it. And that's the kind of words I think that Stephen Gerrard is expressing just now. He's basically saying, "Listen, we know he's got two and a half years of contract to go, but he deserves to get mm. a little bit more. He deserves a reward." As he used it. And uh, and also yeah of course the the healthier contract jar if someone does come in it means that Rangers are in a stronger position to negotiate if if you know someone, someone comes, comes along, in yeah. with an offer that they feel is acceptable. Uh, Scott is a Rangers fan in Airdrie. Scott, how much of a priority would that be for you? A hundred percent. He needs to be signed on a long term contract. 
So even if it, even just for interest coming in, we'll always get some good money for them if they does decide to go. Have you been surprised? I mean, it's not a surprise now, Scott, because he's, he's been he's been there a while. But is he continuing to sort of do things and become a major part of the Rangers team in a way that maybe you wouldn't have expected when he first signed? Absolutely, I didn't even honestly God did not hear of him until then. Yeah, and, and you know uh, that's I think that's forgivable yeah. because Jimmy had a, a, a strange spell at Dundee, didn't yeah. he? Where was it? Once Jim McIntyre mm-hmm. came in, he then wasn't in the Dundee team, mm-hmm. and the fifty grand thing gets mm-hmm. banded about. But that was that was obviously because his contract was yes. was coming He's to an end. Court. So yeah, they may, they may they may have a I mean Dundee might might have a, a clause, you know, a percentage. Who, who knows? And, and if that does, you know, if they do have that then that might make them some money further down the line. But he's only 25 years of age, so he's, he's kind of almost perfect age over the next year or two, you know, to, to if, not to so cash in, but in terms of, you know, the, the quality he's got, he's got, for a midfielder, you know, he's got another 10 years uh, ahead of him. So it would be a good uh, investment for Rangers to make sure that he's there for the next three, four years. But he would also... If clubs are looking at him, he's at a very good age where he's young mm. enough, but enough experience. He's also an international player with Finland. He's he's, he's been he's been terrific at international level, and that's I think enhanced his reputation as well as his performances for Rangers. Scott, is there something about European games as well that, that seem to particularly suit Glenn Kamara or bring the best out in him? I think, to be honest, I think Europe seems to suit every player in their team for some reason. I don't, I don't understand why, but it's a long way to continue. Um, <laughs> but last night's win was incredible, and to top the group, I mean, <laughs> I, th- I mean, Scott, wow. Scott sounds delighted and, and understandably so. I mean, Scott, that yeah, you're right. Top in the group, fourteen points, unbeaten. That that would suggest that you're right. That that European football does uh, does suit Steven Gerrard's side. How much of a priority does that become for you then? Because we are we're a bit weird in this part of the world. Some people would say, ah, I'm not that bothered about Europe, it's all about winning the league. But once you get to this stage, I mean how how much does, does Europe become a priority for you? You know, I was actually checking the odds last night on Rangers winning, right? It was forty to one. Of, of winning the of winning the full thing. Yes. Steady, steady. It might happen, Hugh. It might well. and someone will play this clip back. Listen, um, you know, AC Milan, Man U, Tottenham, dare I say it, Brendan Rodgers, Leicester City. Uh, they would all love a game against Rangers, and Rangers would love a game against them. So, uh, but people can dream. And if uh, Scott wants to look at the odds on Rangers winning the competition, be my guest. Um, but the Rangers fans are in a very fortunate position that whether they play a European tie or anybody, Domestically speaking At the mm. moment They look As if They can win Against anyone Anywhere On Glenn Kamara's contract Jim mm-hmm. I think that's the Certainly the second And maybe the third time That Steven Gerrard Pretty much Unprompted mm-hmm. Has brought it up Is yeah. is that A very deliberate tactic From a manager To, to make sure the board Are, are listening yeah, of course, because he knows that he's got the support of the supporters, the backing of the supporters, and he'll know that. Uh, yeah, and he's, he's obviously had discussions, as he said. He said they're all on the same page, they understand it. Uh, he said if he hears any kind of suggestions of interest from other clubs, it's his job, he said, 
to make sure the club's protected. So therefore, he's mm. saying to the, basically saying to the club, listen, if you don't do something, and somebody comes in and takes him away, you know, yeah. you, you know, you, you don't don't say you weren't warned. So yeah, he's absolutely done it. I mean, in the past, he'd done it with Morelos as well. Morelos had a, had a new contract. He got a few, didn't he? Yeah, when he was and then on that within a very short period of time, he extended the yeah. contract and and again, in, uh, you know, increased his his terms. One of uh, the... So that that happens. It's and, and Glenn Camaro's no yeah. doubt. On that list I should say Hugh um, When I said that I meant last night was this, I think this morning Obviously yeah, He was asked yeah. about it Because he's elaborating On last night But last night I think was the second time He's mm-hmm. thrown it out there One of the points That Dave King The former chairman of Rangers Had been making Of late Is that for the first time In a long time Rangers have Playing assets Players who At some stage Further down the line Will be able to Be sold For good money And clubs will need Good money because the coronavirus is having a financial impact on all clubs, Rangers included. Rangers have several players who can move on for very good money. And Kamara, Stephen Gerrard is very well connected in England. Of course he is. And he knows there's interest already. Scott and Airdrie, last time we, we heard from him, he was just chuckling away to himself. Ooh. Such as his delight at Rangers at the moment. So we'll, we'll leave you to it, Scott. Enjoy your night. Let's bring in Patrick. Who is a Celtic fan in Newton Merns? What's on your mind tonight, Patrick? Uh, guys, do you think uh, this uh, new Rangers team? This uh, do you think they're a one-season wonder? Do you? Oh, well, uh, you know, I, I, I think uh, I think Celtic have uh, obviously failed to at the heights. That they have done in uh, the last previous what ten years. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, yeah, I mean, do, do you think there are one season wonder? I'll, I'll answer your question outright, Patrick. Uh, there are absolutely no grounds for making that suggestion. Um, I, I know that you would prefer that they they weren't a wonder at all. This of all seasons, but they have. A depth of quality there that domestically and in terms of European football is currently carrying all before them. Uh, you know, 26 games, Patrick, in domestic and European football, not a defeat yet. And uh, a strength and depth that does not suggest in any way, shape or form that you're looking at a one season wonder. I suppose Jim The thing that would suggest not And of course they might be I can't mm-hmm. predict the future Certainly Would be the The, the progression They haven't won anything mm-hmm. yet As, as mm-hmm. people keep reminding us But it, it's got better Every season And now this is This is the high point So it's not like It's been all kind of up and down And, mm-hmm. and sporadic has it? Well like, it depends on their appetite As you said They haven't won anything yet The first thing they have to do Is get silverware I mean they've got An unbelievable chance this year Both in the league And particularly in the In the cup with you know, Celtic being knocked out, you know, Hearts being knocked out, Aberdeen being knocked out. So they've got to get the winning mentality, get silverware, mm-hmm. get titles. Uh, if they do that and then they retain that hunger because they enjoyed it so much, then they won't be. But also, you've got to remember, it would depend on what happens with Celtic in the summer, you know, and, and, and their challenge, if you want to call it, for the new season, if... It stays as it is at the moment Listen, there's still enough A lot of football we played I still think mm. I mean, Celtic have only lost One domestic game You know, and that was Against Rangers So I still believe that In the league, be, the league In the league, yeah. sorry In the league And uh, I still think That they'll be um, They'll be a lot closer But 
you know, Rangers at this moment in time yeah. are superb and it just depends on the desire and the hunger, not just of the players, but of the manager. Mm-hmm. Because, the ma- listen, Rangers won the league this year. Steven Gerrard, there's no doubt, Rangers fans won't want to hear it, but he will be in big demand yeah. down south. Absolutely. Pat- Patrick, you're a Celtic fan. You ask the question. You clearly do think they're a, they're a one-season wonder. What makes you say that? Well, uh, I mean, they've only proved it this season uh, so far. And if, uh, you know, if if Celtic are able to build on uh, what they've got in terms of the strength in reserve, uh, I think uh, most of your panellists tonight would agree that Celtic have got uh, some of the up and coming stars. Uh, who, who, and what? What do you mean by that? Because I mean, Celtic are obviously got those guys at the moment. What, what's around the corner that's going to help Celtic in the future, but not now? Well, the up and coming stars and the likes of maybe the Sorrow or uh, Tumble. Mm-hmm. You, you know, the fact that Celtic's policy uh, is to buy uh, to develop. Uh, the, these younger players and bring them through, and uh, you know from from what I've seen from uh, you know this season mm-hmm. uh, so far is the fact that we are missing a commanding goalkeeper. I don't think you'll get many arguments from the pundits on that one. We will have to leave it there. Patrick floating the suggestion that Rangers are a one-season wonder. I think Liam and Cope Bridge is already on. He wants to have a wee nibble back at that. So we'll hear from Liam next. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy are here They're going to have to put their heads together And come up with the answers to this full-time teaser As always, I fully expect you lot at home To get these answers much quicker than these two Much, <laughs> much quicker So listen carefully, here's your question Since the year 2000 Nine players have won their first Scotland caps Whilst playing for Aberdeen Now thank you to Derek Craig Who sent that question in tonight It's full time At Clyde1.com Maybe you've heard these questions before And you think yeah, I could come up with one of them You've got some good trivia Some good knowledge Send the question in Full time at Clyde1.com And I'll do my best To use it on here Since 2000 Nine players Have won their first Scotland cap Whilst playing For Aberdeen As according to Derek Craig So blame him If anything goes wrong From here on in Andy Considine Yes The easy one To kick us off um, I was going at a bad one you did it. Ryan Jack No But Loans do count Which might help you right. Okay Ryan Christie Yes He was on loan from Celtic right. Any from you at the moment Hugh After Andy mm. Considine mm. I mean there are, there, are, there are a few That are definitely You know Quite easy Quite doable Then you might need to mm. Take a bit more time Um Cap. I mean there are a few that are pretty recent as well So I know I said since 2000 But There are a few that maybe within the last You know Four or five Mikey years Mikey Devlin Yes Well done 
having a bit of a rough time yeah, with injury at the moment, struggles. unfortunately. But well, yes, time. he's in there. Aberdeen is struggling, isn't he, with injuries? Okay, we'll leave it there because you are a third of the way. So since 2009, players have won their first Scotland cap whilst playing for Aberdeen. Andy Considine, Mikey Devlin, Ryan Christie. So far, you can play along at home at Clyde SSB. And even better, you can have your question used if you email us fulltime at Clyde1.com. We're on Twitter. Uh, Billy Patterson says Celtic thought they'd turned the corner against Aberdeen in the Cup then against Motherwell last night's game's no different Rangers are kicking off early up at Dundee United more pressure on them if Rangers pick up full points now Patrick the previous caller was on um, asking the panel if if Rangers are one season wonders Um, Patrick himself then didn't really answer when when we asked him if, if he thought that they were Liam has been listening intently and wants the right of reply what do you think Liam? Hi, good evening, Pamela. Hi. No, I was just, I was actually just driving. I had to put on the phone in once I heard Patrick because I can understand. Celtic fans over the years have probably looked at us and went, if there's a reoccurring feature here, Rangers have a manager. Manager lasts two to three years. New manager comes in. Each one seems to come with less and less reputation. You went from Warbit into Kishinia, who no one had ever heard of apart from a one-year spell where he was a scout for Celtic to a manager with no real CV. But I think with the general situation in over the three years, you can't look at this team and not acknowledge the team has fully grown. You went from a team that has now been made and broke from Warburton and Congenia. It's now practically Gerald's own foundation that's been implemented both on the pitch and boardroom levels. But the amount of internationalists you've got in this team now that you never had four or five years ago. Practically everyone in that team is an internationalist apart from the English players. And that's just because the English fans and managers will not look at the Scottish League as competitive enough for an English player to be put into that team. Uh, You know, I don't wish to be disrespectful to Patrick, but Patrick didn't believe himself what he was saying. Mm. Uh, Rangers' start to the season has come as a, a dreadful shock to the Celtic supporters. They, they they did not see this coming, and they are extremely worried. Ten in a row. How many people over the last fortnight in this program have said, "No, the league's gone"? And congratulations to Rangers. When Rangers beat Celtic on the seventeenth of October, the first caller to the program after the game was over said, "I concede the league." So all of this has come as a dreadful shock to the Celtic supporters and Patrick was at the end of his tether and trying to think of anything that that could make him and the rest of the Celtic fans feel better. So if they were a one-season wonder and they won the title, 10 in a row would still be finished and over. Hmm. But there there is such quality in depth and their performances in Europe back up what they do domestically speaking as I said to Patrick, there are no grounds at all for saying Rangers are a one-season wonder. Yeah, as Hugh quite rightly mentioned, Jim, that's the bit we didn't explore mm-hmm. with Patrick, even if that is the case. And mm-hmm. we don't know, even if that is the case, this this is meant to be the season. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's not really going to keep you warm if you're a Celtic fan. The, the, yeah. the prediction that they might not be able to do it again next season. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't, that's I don't think anybody's it, too bothered about next season. This is, as you say, this is the, the season um, that, that matters to, to everyone. So I think that you have to focus fully on this and no, no concern. You say, listen, we, no one knows what's going to happen next year and, and hopefully... 
you know, first and foremost that, that everyone's safe and, and we get fans back. That's the first thing we look at. But in terms of Liam saying there, I agree that you know the, the a lot of the players um, that have been brought in by the previous managers. I think you have to give credit. People are saying, "Oh well, Kachina, you know, wasn't this or, or Warburton wasn't that?" But they, they still brought in some good players to the Rangers. Yeah, of course, Stephen Gerrard and what, what all good managers done has improved them. And absolutely improved them and take them to a different level. Uh, there's no doubt about that. I mean, Tavernier and Morelos yeah. would be the yeah. obvious two who mm. who Gerard inherited. Yes, I think Goldson and, well, and, and brought him in. But but I think like if you look at last year, even last even as, as recently as last season, Tavernier and Goldson were getting it big time from a lot of Rangers fans that phone up this program. But this year they've been absolutely. Superb The consistency levels Are, are, are really off the scale but Brilliant So the manager's improved them He's improved mm. them uh, Tactically He's improved them psychologically They they can handle it They're stronger They're better They're more consistent So I think that these are the important things A manager And also We get back to it again The recruitment The recruitment mm. Over the last couple of seasons Steven Gerrard has, has learned What's required to, 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 to cope with In Scottish football and he's made sure he's got that complement of players to do that. William, what makes you think that Rangers can continue to get better? Because if anything, Celtic this season have showed that things can turn pretty quickly, and you know they can kind of fall away quicker than people anticipated. What makes you think Rangers can continue in this progression? I think there's an aspect that majority of Rangers and Celtic fans have overlooked. A lot of people say our best signing over the last couple of years maybe has been the return of McGregor or maybe Kent, but I would actually credit Ross Wilson, the Rangers director of football, for being the best signing. I feel having this director of football, given what he's done with Southampton, with bringing in Van Dyke, Armstrong, I feel it's allowed Gerald to focus a lot more on the pitch, which I do feel now we are seeing. And it's allowing Wilson um, to link in with Stuart Robertson from the board to talk about the money side and have Wilson link in shorter term with Gerald to address what areas are needing strengthened. Wilson obviously has fantastic contacts down England. He's took contacts with Scotland still with Falkirk, but I feel now the balance isn't as much on Gerald to focus on bringing in players and work on everything else which is going on on and off the pitch after the whole pandemic. I feel it's now... I feel it's more balanced now for a manager for Rangers than what it has been over the last five, ten it's years. A fair point. That's a fair point, Hugh. Um, can you get Hugh's thoughts on it? Liam, sorry to interrupt, but on one hand, let, let's acknowledge the fact that directors of football, they get praised when things are going well and then they get the criticism when things aren't. But, no. um, and by the way, it's not just recruitment. That's the bit that they tend to get judged on because it's the easiest bit for us. It's the most kind of tangible where you, you hold up the players. But Ross Wilson's got a whole... Host of responsibilities In terms of putting a, a structure in place For the football department Making sure that There is a progression And, and people are getting better every year So At the moment I'd, I'd imagine Stephen Gerrard Is pretty happy with the way that's got all going Again I go back to an earlier question When we were asked Who's the best signing that uh, Stephen Gerrard has made And we agreed that you could pick him Or him or him And we all nodded ahead And yes and he he's the one When it comes to Ross Wilson Or Michael Beale or Gary McAllister Or whoever else is behind the scenes It is Rangers great good fortune at the moment That everyone appears to be doing their job To the max And that's why Rangers on and off the park Are at the moment moving serenely 
towards the first trophy that uh, Stephen Gerrard will have won as their manager. Yeah, I mean, you can't argue with anything that you said there because, you know, the, the, the progress, I mean, football is all about progress, um, you know, and it does take time. I've said it on the programme before, the one thing that Stephen Gerrard has had that maybe previous Rangers managers would not have had if, if he wasn't Stephen Gerrard was time and patience. Patience from the fans, patience from the board. But they've obviously seen something there that they thought, listen, we are getting there a little bit slower than we would like to have been, but we're getting there. But this season, they've accelerated, absolutely accelerated. And, you know, and, and that, to me, as I said, is... And I think the board deserve credit for that. I think Dave King and, and his board deserve credit for sticking with mm. Stephen Gerrard when, you know, the jury was out. Let's be honest, last last kind of, you know, you know January, February, you know, the jury was mm. out. Uh, Liam, I feel a sense of responsibility because you had to pull over and, and make this call because you were annoyed at something you heard. That's just what this show does to people. I'll let you get back on your journey. Will you give us a call back sometime? Oh, definitely, panel. Good Thanks man. For having us. Thank you very Cheers. much. That was Liam uh, in Coatbridge. Airdrie South is not quite as convinced. When Rangers bubble burst and Celtic win this title, it will be the greatest of all time. The hype about this Rangers team is cringeworthy, says Airdrie South. Well, you know, clearly a committed Celtic supporter, but. None of that has any basis in fact oh, Short and sweet from you Let's bring in Scott Who is in Kirk and Tillich tonight Hi Scott Hi good evening panel How are you all doing? Yep good. all good here Scott How are you? What's on your mind? I'm very well um, Just before I make a point I wanted to ask you um, A wee question first If you remember mm-hmm. right In Hugh's words Right at the start of the season um, He says that this was going to be A season like no other did they ever predict it was going to go like this? This can't have been what you had in mind. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, you know, we, we live in very peculiar times, Scott. Uh, I, I am amazed every day by what's going on. I did not, being perfectly honest with you, I did not foresee Rangers being 13 points uh, clear of Celtic by the 11th of December. I didn't see banners outside Celtic Park saying Lawwell, Lennon, Desmond, you blew the 10 uh, by mid-December. Um, so the the nature of Rangers' start to the season has been, I think, beyond uh, what I thought would happen and I would submit beyond what a lot of Rangers supporters thought would happen as well. Beyond what you thought would happen, Scott? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I did expect us to get... Um, to, to kind of well, not know exactly where we are just now, but on to my point that uh, you know I don't normally t- talk about Celtic at all because you know I'm a regular caller and I talk about Rangers all the time. But you listen, listen to the Celtic fans um, as a Rangers supporter. All I've done, in fact, most Rangers fans, all we have done is listen for the last six, seven years about Celtic every home game and away game singing ten in a row, ten in a row, ten in a row, and I think it's the reality that they're not going to get the 10 in a row more than anything because they they, they really they radicalised themselves to believe that they were going to get 10, 11, 12 and it's the reality now that, that that's not going to happen is is, is 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 really why I think some Celtic fans are conducting themselves the way they're conducting themselves So you've got it done then There's, Celtic won't get that 10 is that your take? Celtic won't get the 10 No, they absolutely won't uh, I've no doubt of that, in my opinion. Um, it can possibly change. I, I could, I could possibly come on in three months' time and say, uh, 
nurtures my mind. But right now, as it stands, I can't see anybody beating Rangers mm. um, at all. We're and not even losing goals, never mind teams going to beat us. And is that any different from the Celtic fans who couldn't see them not winning ten in a row? No, but this is this is a one season for us. This is us. This is right now. Stephen Gerrard said that himself. There's more to come for us. The last time I was on this phone and. And here's me saying I don't talk about Celtic. I did talk about Celtic because we drew we Hibs. <laughs> <laughs> no, we drew we Hibs, and I actually came on because I said it was one of our worst performances, and we drew two each, and they still couldn't beat us. And on that very day, Celtic were playing the following week, and I did say that Celtic would take three or four out of them, and they beat them by three goals because that, because my point back then was that Hibs weren't as good as everybody else mm-hmm. made it. Where's Hibs now? You know, it's right now. There's only one team that's playing. Right above at the level in our Rangers. Well, Hibs are still third, and I'm sure they'd be happy with that, Hugh. But what about Scott's overall point? Yeah, I think Rangers will win the league. Uh, I said to you um, a couple of weeks ago that I would have changed the manager at Celtic, uh, and I enjoyed Celtic's performance last night. I will see how they react to that performance and result against Lille when they play on Sunday. Between now and Ibrox on the 2nd of January, everything about Celtic is must, must, must. They must not drop points. They must win the cup for the quadruple treble to allow that to further boost them for the other must, must, must that come thereafter. So uh, I think Rangers' start has blown everyone away. I think it shocked the Celtic supporters uh, and they have the whip hand and then some. I just look forward to the time that Scott phones up and talks about Rangers. <laughs> we'll get round to it at some point, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Good man, that was Scott and Kirk and Tillock. We'll leave it there. 01419511025. Since 2009, players have won their first Scotland cap whilst playing for Aberdeen. Milo has got a decent record. Milo sent me three names. He's got two right and one wrong. Scott McKenna. Yes, well done. You've already got Considine, Devlin, Christie, who was in loan. Now McKenna. Kenny McLean. Yep. Barry Robson? No, we'll get the rest of the answers next. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We've got championship action tonight, as you heard on Beat the Pundit, Hugh Keevans. Who have we got here, United? Against Do you remember the other Wraith team? Rovers There we go So we'll keep an eye on that one You had a couple of minutes to think about this On uh, the teaser Since 2000 Nine players have won their first Scotland cap Whilst playing for Aberdeen You're doing pretty well You've got Andy Considine Michael Devlin Ryan Christie Kenny McLean Scott McKenna Good take. Uh, good on Twitter This Stephen Lyons has thrown a good few names in I think there's one That he might have wrong Anything else during the break? Russell Anderson Yes, well done was Kevin McNaughton one Ah lovely Well done Right you've only got two To get So we'll leave it there You've got seven down And two to get Let's bring in Davey Who is a Celtic fan From Tory Glen What have you got for us tonight Davey? Hi Jerry. Uh, evening fellas And uh, thanks for letting me On the show You can just call me Whatever you like by the way It's not been Jerry In about Jerry, four yeah, years But that's fine right. I don't mind I've been called worse Sorry Bob Sorry <laughs> Old habits uh, it's it's the calls that's threw me off balance here. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was quite surprised at uh, Patrick's comments as well about uh, a one season wonder team. Uh, here's here's my take on it: that a lot of Celtic fans 
they're very ignorant and, and very arrogant to believe that Rangers' progress is a one-season wonder. Uh, I believe the Celtic board have taken their eye off the ball, took the 10 in a row for granted, and that's, that's the big mistake. And, and what my worry is, is not losing this league this year. Uh, I forget the, the cup next week. That's four trebles these players have won for us. And the fans have turned on them so quickly. It is, it is horrible to watch because it doesn't help the situation. And where I'm going with this is, is next season, Rangers will have a team that I believe will qualify for the Champions League. I believe Gerard has the nows to get them through that. Whereas from next summer, you could see a mass exodus of players from Celtic. And at the moment, they appear to be rudderless while on the other side of the city. The progress that Rangers have made has been, as I say, it's been largely ignored. And, and like mentioned, you know, that the jury was out in Stephen Gerrard by January, February. Had the season continued, he might not even have been there. But the fact is that he is there. And the fact is that the Rangers players are fitter, sharper, the ball quicker, and know where they're all meant to be. And Celtic, just that one last night, just does not convince me that Celtic have a team capable of turning this mess around. Is it not baby steps in the right direction, Davey, after everything to go and get get a win in Europe? The, the win was great. You know, it was nice to see them get a win, but the defending again is absolutely dreadful. And, and even the Scottish teams are now having a go at Celtic. The, the fear factor is now on the other side of the city. You know, Rangers are running rampant week in, week out. And Celtic are struggling to get a draw at St Johnston. You know, it's it's the defending is awful. There doesn't seem to be much communication between them and the midfield. I've seen Callum McGregor make several mistakes recently, you know, running in on Christopher Ayer. The mistake last night. I love Callum McGregor. I just think he needs a rest. You know, he's played three or four seasons almost every game and international duty. David, I believe to, he's David, just to put things into context here, you, you started off by talking about the board and complacency. The board have provided the money £5 million for Albion Ayeti, £4.5 million for Barkas, the goalkeeper, £3 million for David Turnbull, Two million pounds for Greg Taylor. Need I go on? I mean, that's an awful lot of money, Davy. That... Can I come in? Uh-huh. The 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 signings have been apart from Turnbull, the goalkeeper and Ayeti have just been dreadful. So who who what my take is here is the Celtic fans don't know who is signing these players. Is it the manager or is it? a director of football and they are rudderless at the moment you understand what you're saying that money has been provided but has it been spent well and who is authorising 
these signings. Yeah, just don't want to split hairs, but obviously Celtic don't have the director of football model, but they do they do have head of recruitment, if you like, in Nicky Hammond. And by the way, maybe that's a, a whole debate for another night. Should Celtic have a director of football model? But I don't think we'll, we'll go down that road at 10 to 8 on a Friday night. Uh, Jim, can I just, before we go back here, I want to get Jim's thoughts maybe on. On Davies Callum McGregor point Yeah I mean again I think you can play You know you can just You know be one of those ones Where you need a little breather um, Even if you you love playing Even if you don't think you need it Because last night was good yeah. But that was, un, that was a seriously uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic yeah, mistake yeah, very it? And, and as Davies said He gave away a penalty up at Aberdeen Late in the game as well Where he's just chasing back It's been a couple of times He's been the wrong side of players uh, And it might, it might just have caught him You know so sometimes The best will in the world And even with the attitude Because I think he's got a fantastic attitude is that you just need to be, you know, saved from yourself, so to speak. So the manager has to make a big call, uh, and, and he might he might look at it now over the next few weeks and say, "Listen, I don't." I, the difficulty you've got you've got the cup final next week. So would you leave Callum McGregor your cup final team? Highly unlikely. Unlikely. Part of the trauma that the Celtic supporters are experiencing is that the money was made available, but to a large extent was squandered. David Turnbull is a fine player. Uh, and Sorrow looks as if if they persevere with him, he could make a real contribution as well. But high-profile, big-money signings have gone very, very wrong. Davey, we'll leave it there, but hopefully we'll pick up on that at some point in the near future because you covered a lot of interesting ground. So give us a call back sometime. That was Davey in Tory Glen. Uh, I think that'll be us out of time on the phones. What else are you looking forward to over the weekend, Hugh? It's been a pretty manic phone in 10 to 8. I've never seen the phone lines still um, as busy people trying to get through just what what excites you for tomorrow well the St Mirren game uh, at Fir Park yeah um, you know Jim Goodwin needs points uh, Motherwell have been the beneficiaries of uh, some COVID-19 related decisions and they've moved up the table as a consequence um, you can't Get around the games that are played on Sunday as well Again, the drama surrounding Celtic is incredible They've had a a very good night against Lille They have breathed fresh life into the team In the form of Sorrow, Turnbull, Henderson, Hazard Will they go young guns or old guard Mm. on Sunday? It's fascinating weekend in prospect Motherwell St Mirren Jim, you can always spin stats whatever way you want Jim Goodwin I'm sure could be doing with wins But they're actually unbeaten in, in mm-hmm. quite a long time In mm-hmm. fact, the last time uh, they, they lost was Friday the 2nd of October mm-hmm. against Aberdeen Now of course they have missed a couple missed of couple games, of games yeah. And have had League Cup fixtures mm-hmm. against lower league opposition But if you're the manager, you take that positive, yeah. don't you? And say we're unbeaten in, is it 8 I think? Yeah, they, they, they just look aside that are playing with a bit of confidence now But they, they, you know, again, you know, they've been harsh, I think harshly treated uh, So don't the opinion And, and these these clubs, you know, looking at making an appeal now against it, whether anything will happen there or not, I'm, I'm not so sure. But I think Mother will get in that game with a bit of confidence. And, and uh, sorry, Mother will sit, Mum, and Mother will have just come off the rails a little bit. I mean, they lost three, three nil, nil. Last and, and, and you know, and although there was a big decision that could have turned the game absolutely uh, with the, with the early on the goal. The glad, glad you mentioned it. it. Saved me doing it. Nah, because it was a, it was a, I mean, it was a horrendous <laughs> decision. Let's be honest. But um, you know, listen. You know, you still can't then capitulate, and I think that that'll be a wee bit of concern mm. uh, for Stephen Robson. So I think I think that'll be. I don't see St. Man losing that game, but are we? I think they'll take something mm. from the game. And David Martindale's audition oh. to be officially the Livingston manager well, continues. To be, fair, to be fair to the man, uh, there's nothing like blowing your own trumpet. You might as well get in there <laughs> yeah. first. But 
he's undefeated. So for as long as you're made undefeated, you you are the top man. And Jack Ross goes to Hamilton Aki's tomorrow, the day after having to take questions about rumours linking him to the Celtic job and, and saying, well, I'm not going to comment on that because there's mm. there's someone in that job. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean there there is, and I think it is disrespectful. But at the end of the day, I think Jack's got to learn his trade as well. You know, regardless, forgetting any other big job, he he went down to Sunderland, which was a huge job after at Man didn't quite work out. He's went to Hibs, he's building something there, but there's still a lot of work to be done there. So I think, in my opinion, Jack's another couple of years at Hibs to to really kind of get to to that mm-hmm. level where he can be he can be touted for these top jobs. For other and just quickly, sorry because we're short on time, but I've a mm-hmm. gentleman on Twitter, Jim, wants to know your thoughts on. The goings on at your old club Morton David Hopkins No longer the manager Yeah I'm really uh, gutted for, for Hoppy Because I know him really well He's a terrific guy He's, he's, he's done a, a magnificent job at it And gave the real foundations For Livingston And uh, you know He was he was really trying to put his stamp on Morton But for one reason or another It just hasn't quite worked There's a, there's a lot of um, situations That you have to deal with as a manager And uh, as I said Davey obviously just felt The financial situation Whether it's in, in you know COVID or anything else it's just it's just too much uh, for him at this moment in time. They said they step down, and also you have to you have to give him great credit because he's taken the step away, which might save players their jobs and contracts um, after January. So all credit to him, and I think I think the the Morton fans should really applaud David Hopkins in that gesture. And you welcome Cove tomorrow, I believe. So we, we yes. wish you well in that yep. one, right? What just about the teaser? Two more. Aberdeen players since 2000 who won their first Scotland cap whilst at the club. Some people are saying Billy Dodds now. He yeah. he was at Aberdeen, yeah. but that was 96, I think, mm-hmm. the first cap came, so not yeah. him. Well, I thought, Gary Mackay, Stephen? No, he was Dundee United, I think, then. Mm. I went there alone. Um, I've got an older one, but I just because I again can't remember if he played for Scotland. Paul Bernard? No. Uh, I think no. you've missed a fairly mm. obvious one. I mean, this yeah. guy was Aberdeen captain for a while. Inverness, his other club. Uh, oh, I um, Shinny. Uh, yes, Graham Shinny. Graham Shinny. Andy Shinny. Graham, Graham Shinny. Graham Shinny. Well done. And the mm. other one, um, played for Aberdeen up here. Obviously, went down south to the likes of Sunderland. Would be his most recent prominent club. I think that would be the best mm. connection for you. Played Callum for Com- no, no. Played for Kilmarnock up here as well. Uh, no, you're going to give me that one. Initials C. M C Mick Quick Chris Chris Maguire Need to Chris put you out your misery Right thanks to the guys We're back Two o'clock tomorrow <laughs> And GBX Friday is up next <laughs>